Welcome to the Payroll Podcast with your host, Nick Day of JGA Recruitment, Specialist Payroll Recruiters. Hello and welcome to the Payroll Podcast. I am Nick Day from James Gray Associates, Specialist Payroll Recruiters. And I am joined today by Gilles Champagne, a specialist global payroll professional with a particular skill in relation to Canadian payroll. We're going to find out a little bit more about that in just a moment. But first of all, Gilles, welcome. Thank you very much. Tell us a little bit about your background in payroll. What's led you to become principal consultant for implementing Canadian payrolls as you do now? But tell us a little bit about your payroll journey. Uh, payroll being what it is, um, joined payroll as a uh, payroll supervisor knowing nothing about payroll. Sure. At the end of the year. So you get dumped in basically, uh, being responsible for year end and um, you know, all of everything that goes along with that, not knowing anything. So I attached myself to the Canadian Payroll Association, grew through their knowledge uh, and became a volunteer. And when you become a volunteer with a fledging organization 40 years ago, you become a member. And so I grew through, became chairman of the board eventually. Um, I've tried to uh, back away a little bit, but when you've got payroll in the blood, you sort of never leave. Uh, so about eight years ago, I set up a consultancy. Uh, there was a niche that I thought was not well served, and it's managing Canadian payrolls from abroad. Sure. So managing that's payrolls from outside of Canada. It's hard enough managing within in country. I just felt for all of these poor payroll professionals all over the world who are managing Canadian payroll without having the hands-on knowledge of being able to do it. Sure. So sure. I basically set that up, and um, it's been a, a great ride so far. It's quite a, quite a niche skill, but so, so, so people are clear, if I was running a, a UK payroll operation and I had a, a payroll that came, not my business grew or inquired a, a Canadian payroll, exactly. your specialist skill is implementing Canadian payrolls for companies based outside of Canada. Correct. So it's the compliance part especially. Sure. So it can go from registering to setting up your HR policies if you're setting up from scratch, not acquiring, uh, into actually setting up the actual payroll. And it's a platform independent. I don't run yeah, sure. so it's just platform independent so making sure you're compliant and that's basically what you need to do. So what's the, what's the biggest uh, Canadian compliance challenge that, uh, that the Canadian payroll association or Canadian payroll businesses if you like are, are struggling with at the moment? If you're a national entity in Canada you have to abide by 200 laws and regulations. Wow okay. And so keeping up on with that is, uh, is the utmost challenge because they are forever evolving. Um, a change of government federal or provincial. We have you know, 14 entities to deal with, one sure. federal government and 13 provincial or ter territorial governments. Whenever there's a change of government, usually liberal to conservative, they will very often go and change the employment standards, which means you have a more liberal vacation policy or you have a little less liberal vacation okay. policy. And so rates of minimum rates of pay will change. Uh, vacation allowances will change. New taxes will come up. And so keeping on top of that is a challenge, uh, even for us in Canada. Kind of. Sure. So is this your first time to Congress? Are you uh, okay? Tell us a little bit about your reasons for coming and your experience of Congress so far. I'm part of the Global Payroll Management Institute. Sure. Um, being a being a non-American kind of thing, but I've um, I've been in I've been associated because I was associated with the Canadian Payroll Association. I've been around the APA firm for like 25 years. Wow, okay. And so I haven't come every year, but um, my interest here now being um, sort of the lone non-American on the um, APA's uh, special, uh, um, or the task force for yeah, um, yeah. Uh, global global payroll issues, um, I basically decided that I should participate in Congress simply because there is a need, if you look at the dots on the board, 
there are the most dots out there are from, are from Canada, and that's n n natural, I guess, from our geographic proximity, right, to the U.S. And so there's a need there, and I just wanted to make sure that that need is met. And if if people need my skills, they know that I exist. Sure. And I can, so there you go. Great stuff. Just to bring that board to life, that uh, Jill mentioned, we've got a board right behind us here, which is a, a big world map, and it basically people come in and put a red dot on the board for countries that they pay outside of the U.S. Correct. And the Canadian. Uh, uh, well, Canada rather has an awful lot of red dots. Yeah, so just to bring that bit alive, you can see it here. And actually, the UK has a lot of dots as oh, well. Absolutely, yeah. UK, UK, Ireland has a lot of dots coming. But from a geographic perspective, it makes sense because a lot of US companies have interest in Canada. And with if payroll is being seen as a as a back office functionality, say, oh, you don't need a payroll in Canada. Let's move it to the US, kind of thing, without moving the knowledge, without moving the expertise. They go through a few months of pay because their systems can handle it. But getting into the compliance at year end, no, we do not issue W-2s, we issue T-4s. And there's a whole bunch of payroll taxes that need to be looked after. That the knowledge may not be there. And so you can get into a lot of trouble with a little knowledge. Okay, you're clearly very much an expert on this side. So let's say I am a business listening to this uh, podcast right now, yeah. and I do have a Canadian payroll. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily have known to, to come to you no. for that service. No. So how would a business or how would a, a payroll manager find Gilles Champagne if they needed your services? Well, hopefully, if you are setting up a Canadian payroll or manage a Canadian payroll, you are linked to the Canadian Payroll Association. It is the number one, what the only, <laughs> voice of payroll in Canada. Uh, the CPA does not have an in-house consulting arm. They do have a, an info line that handles like 44,000 calls a year wow. or inquiries a year. That's fine. Uh, you can always go to the Canada Revenue Agency. You can go to the Social Security Agency. Problem is, is getting a, a, an answer in writing you can you can land on or, or, or confide in. Right? Sure. So the CPA or the APA uh, will, uh, if you are interested in getting some kind of assistance with your setting up your Canadian payroll, will farm it out to a number of professionals that we have listed, and I'm one of them. And so you do get work thrown at you from. From through the association. I imagine with, uh, with the globalization of payrolls getting bigger and bigger, you're pretty busy right now. It, it was a niche, like I said, a niche that I found was underserved. And uh, and that's proven correct. <laughs> so, yeah, so I do I do get, I do get, and I, and I try not to do it whole, you know, all the time. Um, I do try to, I'm at the point in my career where I try to uh, bring it back a little bit. A bit of work-life balance. A little bit of work-life balance, so exactly. Good stuff, good stuff. Could they find you on LinkedIn as well? Absolutely. Great, I'll make sure, I'll put a, I'll put a link in the profile so people can find uh, Gilles services if they need them. Quick advert break. Einstein famously said that insanity was doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. We believe it's time to try a new approach to recruitment. JGA Recruitment specialise in recruiting the top 15% of payroll and HR talent using innovative 24-7 attraction strategies that are proven to improve quality of hire, candidate retention and return on investment. De-risk your recruitment process today and hire better talent faster with JGA Recruitment. Visit jgarecruitment.com to find out more um you may have picked up on the fact that Gilles' surname is champagne yes so you're not just all about kind of you've got uh, some french roots in there by the sounds of things absolutely our family came over to canada from france 13 generations ago my wife would be very impressed she's a, a bit of a, a qualified sommelier so i think oh. she would swap surnames in a heartbeat for yours i'm not gonna lie so look clearly very passionate about payroll what are you excited about over the next 12 24 months what's gonna what do you see happening or changing in the payroll industry there's a hope that 
people will realize that they need to develop their skills. Right now, if you have skills in multiple countries, multiple jurisdictions, you are elevating your possibility of really having a great career in global apparel. The global space is exploding. Sure. And we're finding that the skill set to manage it aren't well met. And so an individual that wants it, that has a passion for payroll, who wants to expand their horizons, um, would do well in, even at the sessions here at, at Congress, attend, just find out what, what's happening in the UK, we'll find out what's happening in France. Sure. Um, Singapore is a big one, Australia is here as well. Uh, make sure that you find out what's happening because your next employer could very well have payrolls in 12, 15, 50 countries. Uh, we're probably not going to get a, a person who knows 50 countries, but if you know the basics of where to go to get the information, sure. half the battle. Sure, sure. No, I think that's that's brilliantly put. And, and absolutely true. And we've got some great vendors here. I've spoken to several who actually support over 140 countries. So the expertise is here if you need, if you need to find it. Absolutely. Now, I don't know much about... Um, payroll as a career choice in Canada but I know certainly in the UK and I understand from my uh, chat in a different podcast with John Shalston that, that it's the yeah. same in the US but we are struggling a little bit to get new millennials and, and, and other young professionals into the payroll industry what's it looking like in Canada and does the industry as a whole need to do more to encourage payroll as a career choice or is, or is Canada ahead of the curve on that side? I don't say we're ahead of the curve but we've tried to stay on top of the need by having a number of colleges and universities that now train through the an, an approved um, course structure through the Canadian Payroll Association um, of what it means to be a certified professional in Canada. One of the very nice things that has happened is that payroll is now really recognized as a profession. There are two layers of certification that you need to do. Great. And employers are very much in sync with saying, if I'm going to hire a payroll professional, I want them to be certified. I don't want to be the company training them. I want them to be knowledgeable. Sure. Get your training before. Uh, most employers will pay for it in Canada. That's just the social fabric of Canada. Um, get your certification. Your horizons will explode. Great. And it's good to know that there are you know, countries out there really promoting payroll as a yes. career choice, which I think we need, we need, we need more of that. In terms of technology, um, are, you know, how do you see the landscape changing? And we've, I've spoken before in previous podcasts about things like blockchain and artificial intelligence and chatbots. And in the UK, uh, we're, we're talking a lot about robotic process automation. What are the big te technological advancements that we're seeing in Canada at the moment? And uh, I guess, how do you see the landscape changing in, from a tech perspective over the next sort of 24 months? We are not necessarily known as leaders in the tech, in the HR payroll tech world. Okay. But... One of the things that is happening is that we are going down the blockchain. You are? Uh, okay. We are. Uh, there is a private organization that, um, well, I think if you look at the last 18 months, 24 months, there's been a, a massive amount of, of infrastructure being uh, deployed for blockchain processing okay. in Canada. We have the power. We've got everything right. that it needs to, to, to run. So one company has developed something that's quite interesting. Um, they want to basically enable your, your personal identification to be managed through blockchain. Wow, technology. Technology. And the, the good thing is that the federal government is latching on, some of the provincial governments are latching on, and all the banks are latching on. So the requirement within maybe 18 to 24 months, they're going into pilot, I understand, late 20, uh, early 2020. And what the requirement will be was that if you want to open a bank account, 
you are going to do that by basically enabling the bank to have access to your identity through blockchain. That's how you're going to certify that you are you. Wow. And it's it's novel. Uh, I think Estonia is the only other jurisdiction that has gone down that road so far. But the the um, our government has looked at it and our federal government has looked at it and saying this is interesting. Uh, it's a way of making sure that, you know, uh, you have more privacy. Privacy sure. is a big deal. Yeah. Um, and that you have more control. And if that comes to pass, um, we will be at the forefront of that part of technology and then payroll cannot avoid but go down that path because your identity within within the taxation world with the federal government is based on, on us. It's based on payroll, right? We feed uh, basically 60% of our federal government's income wow. uh, through payroll taxes, yeah, yeah. right? And so they can't ignore it. You basically are saying if we're going to make sure that you are you are providing, you are paying what you're doing, but you are um, who you are. You are you are actually sure. working legally in the country. Sure. A way to prove that will be through your identity management um, that will be done through this. So we'll see where that actually ends up going. Sounds exciting. It's certainly a different narrative in the UK. I can't yeah. see it taking off in the UK quite yet. I think maybe Canada will be a bit ahead of the curve, for, certainly against the UK on that side for sure. So you've obviously been at Congress now. We're on day, we'll lose track, day two? Day three? Yeah, I'm not quite sure myself. There's been a lot of workshops taking place. What's been your favorite or most memorable workshop during, the, during your course of time here so far? I've been trying to focus on the technology sessions primarily. Uh, so I need to stay up in, in my line of work. I need to know what's going on in the world. Uh, and so um, I've been focusing on what's coming up, you know, the, the whole, how are we going to get involved in the Internet of Things? Yes. Um, how is payroll going to get involved with uh, 5G? Mobile, mobile computing has come to payroll, but not in a big way. Agreed. It is yep. there. It is there. And it's coming. It's not necessarily been adopted yet. Sure. Um, a lot of software offerings have been adapted to it, but no adopt little adoption. Sure. And so I think in the next few years, that will be where we go. Um, mobile computing being the big one, uh, we are we are slaves to our iPhones and our iPads, and more and more we want, we need timely information. Our, you know, if you have a, a, a very, um, a very geographically dispersed workforce, it'll be even more um, important that they fill out or report time, uh, job costing, whatever, in the minute as it's done. Sure. And so, if they can do it on their iPhone, they can do it on their iPad. Any mobile device which will take advantage of the new 5G technology, better, faster, more ubiquitous, uh, is going to be good for us. We get more, better data quicker. That's what our world is about. We have to pay people um, on time, accurately, every time. Perfectly put. And that's basically what the role of the payroll professional is, right? And it's uh, using technology to make that more accessible and more easier and, and make our lives a little bit easier as well. Yep. This has been an absolute pleasure. We could probably talk about payroll tech and Canadian payroll all day long. But it's been really good for you to join me today. So thank you ever so much for joining me on the podcast. Um, I guess the last question I'm going to leave, really, because I think it's a good way to finish, is if you could sum up why you love payroll, why you're so passionate about payroll, why you've come all the way to the US to learn more about payroll, how do you sum that up? Can Very, you sum it up? Y yes, in, the, in a sense because uh, Canada US differ a little bit this way. Um, we have about, from our last survey of the Canadian Payroll Association, roughly 44% of our population lives paycheck to paycheck. The APA, through their studies, say that from an American perspective, 78% live paycheck to paycheck. Wow. What we do 
is really, really important. Most families would be impacted severely if we did not get the money into their bank accounts when we say we would in the amounts that they that they're promised. And so to our best our best reaction to all that is basically not hearing any complaints from the staff. No one ever calls payroll and says, gee, thank you for getting sure, your, sure, my sure, pay sure. into my bank yeah, account. Absolutely right, that yeah. doesn't happen. But to be able to say that you know we have met the needs of the population, we're, we are not the ones that are impacting their lives. They can go ahead, live their lives, do what they need to do, do their work without wor worrying about where their money's coming from, is just... It's a, it's a service, it's a, if you want to call it a public service, but it is just something that I, I feel very passionate about that I, we need to do, we need to get more of. My son has just joined the payroll profession Excellent. from a technology perspective, Excellent. but you know, um, he's, he's heard me and lived with my passion for payroll for 30 years, and so uh, it's gratifying to see that he's going down that road. What a fantastic way to finish. There you go. If you, it's, uh, it's, in, it's in the blood. It's, it's in, in the blood. blood. You heard it here Not first on the champagne. payroll podcast. There's absolutely. Champagne, blood. <laughs> champagne and payroll. One's, one's, champagne one's and payroll. It's been an absolute pleasure, Gilles. Thank you ever so much for joining me today on the payroll podcast. Um, it's, been, it's been fantastic. And I'll make sure there are links to your LinkedIn profile on the episode notes for those that, you know, if you have a Canadian payroll issue or you have a Canadian payroll that you need to implement, I'll put the link in the episode notes. Check it out and you can make sure that you get in touch with a, with a, a genuine Canadian payroll expert right here. Absolute pleasure. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll speak to you all again soon. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. You've been listening to the Payroll Podcast with Nick Day of JGA Recruitment, specialist payroll recruiters. If you would like to feature on a future podcast, please contact us. For a wealth of world-class payroll content, please visit us at jgarecruitment.com. See you next week.